Welcome back to Breakthrough, Waking Up to the Real You. I am your host, Alejandro Vivanco. Thank you so much for joining me today. Remember to subscribe and share the podcast if you haven't already. And also make sure to follow me on Instagram at alevivanco29. Today's on Sunday's Word. We're going to talk about the parable of the net. So he, Jesus says, Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And what I've seen is that he talks a lot about uh, gnashing of teeth, being cast out, and um, we're gonna we're gonna see eventually in the book of Matthew that he Jesus does say what's gonna happen at the end of time. So Jesus was never, let's say, shy about talking about people that were gonna go to hell. Whether you believe in hell or not, or what what hell would be, you know, it doesn't really matter. The point is that there is a place of despair and there is a place of peace. Which one are you going to go? And that, he says, this is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous. Now, he also says, just because you go to church, just because you use my name, it doesn't mean that I know you. It's when you are about Jesus. Don't just talk about it, be about it. So people who go to church, but then they are not church-like, Christ-like in their lives, they are not saved Unless they repent and unless they come to the understanding that, yeah, I was probably doing the wrong things because I didn't know better. And I've talked about this. A, a great example is Ian Lavanzan's grandma, who was a church person but abused her grandkids. She's not getting into heaven. I don't care how much Bible thumping she was doing unless she repented. But Iyanla has the worst memories of her, and she had an opinion about her. And this woman was this woman was praying every single day, but she was sending her her granddaughter to the to the the hospital. How badly she was beaten! So it's not about what you believe you should do, so that you're getting to heaven. Because the angel is seeing everything. He, he already, God already knows what you're doing right and wrong. It's about, do you know what you're doing right or wrong? Because sometimes we have more fear of the idea of hell than not getting into heaven, than not being with God. And we display those behaviors right now, today. Are you displaying behaviors that are with God or are you displaying behaviors that are with the devil? And some people will say, oh, no, 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 no. I, you know, I, I love God. Love is not enough. 
Sure, you can have the right intentions, but are you following the word of God? Are you praying? Are you reading the Bible? Are you going to church? Are you doing communion? Are you conf- are you going to confessions? Are you repenting? There are many things that they tell us to do. This is not a secret. This is not like Jesus says, I have an answer or ha- of how you should behave, but I'm not going to tell you. No, it's very clear. It's very straightforward. So... The idea that we believe that hell or heaven don't exist and then that God will just basically let us be is insane. Jesus is saying that you're going to be thrown into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. We're going to get separated eventually. And it may not be today, tomorrow, but it's going to happen because, again, in heaven, there is no time. In hell, there is no time. It's et- We're talking about eternity. We're not talking about psychological time. We're not talking about, you know, schedules. We're talking about what happens after the fact. So the question would be, are you choosing hell or are, are you choosing heaven? And most people would say, I-, I choose heaven. Okay, what are you doing right now that is choosing that? Are you making it right with the church? Are you going to church? Are you married under church? Are you following the law of the church of God? And I know opinions people have about the church, but you cannot willy-nilly do whatever you want and think that, well, you know, God would understand that what I did was, you know, what I thought was best. Yeah, but it's not what he said. He didn't say, go and do your best. He said, follow me, be obedient. That's what he's saying. Don't get caught up in the culture. Don't get caught up in your own judgments. Don't get caught up in other people's opinions and make it right. Because your salvation is at stake. And we're going to talk about what Jesus says at the end of Matthew about the end of times. But you shouldn't be so casual and blasé about your salvation. I'm not. That's why I go to confession. That's why I have to call myself out and say, man, really, I thought I had cleaned that up. I didn't. You know, a lot of prayer is involved. And praying stops my mind from working against me. Remember, Devil and the demons are falling angels. They have information. They can do things to you. They cannot take your soul away just because you say so or just because they want to. God has to do that. But the choices you make are going to make you follow them. And they're going to mess with your mind. And they're going to mess with your dreams. Prayer is important. It doesn't matter what happens in your life, good or bad. You always pray. You stop the thought process in your head. You stop the this ideas running in your mind. You stop everything and you pray and you focus your eyes, your mind, your heart, your spirit towards God. And God is not our personal magician that's just going to make it all go away because that's not the relationship he wants. He wants a real relationship with us. So we have to show up accordingly. Don't love God. However you believe he should be loved, he's telling you how to love him, so go do it. And we tend to fall into resentment, anger, 
towards God because he's not doing what we want him to do. Because when it's all blessings and miracles, everybody's praising God. But when things get tough, oh, no, we get upset at God. Why? There's always a purpose. There is a purpose. There is a purpose. There is a purpose. But we have to really believe and internalize that. Even in suffering, that's at your most vulnerable. That's when the devil comes out. That when That's when the demons come out and they want to play with you and say, God really would want you to suffer like that? That's on the diary of Faustina, Faustina Kowalska, who had a very close relationship with Jesus and Jesus presented himself to her. And she would go through torments. And then she would be like, I have to get closer to God. Even at my lowest, I have to get closer to God because he's the only one who can save this. But those are tests. So don't try to tell God how to do God. That's something that I learned from Ian Lavanzant. Believe, trust, have faith, pray, be humble, be grateful. Because in the good old times, we don't, we don't remember him. In the bad times, we're like, oh, my God, what's happening with God? So we have to believe that there is a purpose behind this. But we also have to believe that he needs us to do certain things. And we can always choose not to do so. But Jesus says, hey, the angels will come and he will separate those who are coming with me and those who are not. And that's the end of it. Jesus is not talking about it in a very mysterious way. He's telling you what is happening and what's going to happen. So be mindful about your actions and behaviors. Clean your act up and do what's right. Do we agree all the time? No. We don't agree with God, but we don't have to agree with God. We don't know. We just have to have faith. And faith is really hard because what I have found is that we have to really trust and we don't really trust one another. So how are we going to trust God? But even in the lowest of the low, we have to trust the plan. We don't know the plan, but we have to trust it. The only plan we know is that there is a heaven, there is a hell. Jesus is the way. God is. God loves you and he's creating something for you. But you got to be patient. You got to be obedient. You got to be charitable, humble, love, loving. All those things that the Bible talks about, that we are going to talk about. Again, this is Breakthrough, Waking Up to the Real You, Sunday's Word, and I'll see you next time. Bye.